What's going on, family? What's going on? What's going down with Shekin? Welcome to another episode of Jonathan Soul. I got a fantastic guest for you, an alumni of the JonathanSoul.com podcast. I'm talking about the creative Black Sun, The Longest Night, Kelvin Nayuzi Mwazu. This brother, we actually spoke uh, for the first time in 2015. Back then, he just had uh, one issue out. Now he's working on issue seven. I just went on his website, blacksuncomics.com, blacksuncomics.com, and purchased uh, four and five. <laughs> you see, I skipped the middle name, didn't you? See, I skipped the middle name. Kelvin, Kelvin Nauzi Moazo. How you doing, brother? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. I got to tell you, man. I'm me, happy to be back. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, and, and, and I got to say, you're the first cat I interviewed when I decided to stop talking about shit that made me want to cut my wrists and start talking about stuff that was inspirational, which is getting our children to read. So uh, just briefly, uh, tell us about this epic uh, comic book series, A Black Sun, The Longest Night. Go ahead, Kelvin. Um, thanks for the intro. Uh, I got to give a lot of props out to you. When I first started this, I had no idea how how people's reaction was going to be. And you were one of the first people to approach me and say they want to do an interview. So that that really helped, you know, validate what I was doing. So props Excellent. to you. Excellent. Uh, I'm also going to send you these books, too, just as my way of saying thank you. I know you, you, you know, you're big on supporting. Yeah, like good, to put money in but, black um, people pocket. Uh huh. Yeah, but I, I'm going to send you the books anyway. I have five out now, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to send them to you because I, I think you deserve them. I've been watching your other podcasts and stuff. Thanks, brother. And I appreciate what you're what you're doing for the community. So Thank you. Yeah. So Black Sun is a story that takes place in an alternate universe on a peaceful planet that one day gets attacked by these creatures, these zombie-like monsters. Mm-hmm. No one knows who they are. No one knows where they come from. But most importantly, no one knows how to stop them. Mm-hmm. So the story follows a group of unlikely heroes who kind of have to learn how to work together, figure things out, and and hopefully save the day. It follows the main character, Yero, who's young and arrogant and quickly learns, quickly realizes that he has a lot to learn during the course of this invasion. And um, the, the story takes place in a series of uh, flashbacks that lead you all up to the culmination of, the, of why the aliens are attacking. And, and as you read each chapter, you... You know, as the reader, you get to find out more and more and, you know, put the mystery together and, and solve it by the end. It, it'll be seven books when it's done. We just released book number five. I'm working on book number six now. And then oh, there's wow. one more after that. And that will complete uh, this first saga of Black Sun, The Longest Night. Excellent. Excellent. And, and you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I got one through three right here in my hand. And uh, I got some of the, I got the older version of, uh, of the first book in PDF and the in the paper. The thing that's that's inspirational uh, about Kelvin is not just you know the book itself. It's not just the artwork and the stories and and the the, the little uh, nods uh, to African culture, but the mechanics of getting it done. Now I talk to a lot of illustrators and, and and writers who reach out to illustrators. You didn't do that. You're not no. necessarily illustrated when you started. And so how did you overcome that obstacle? Uh. I because at first I wanted to hire an illustrator, mm-hmm. but the thing is that I didn't know what I wanted, and you know I believe in paying artists what they're they're worth. Sure. And I, I didn't want to spend the money in something that I, I didn't understand. I, like I had to see it before I knew what what it is that I wanted. 
And then I found out I found out that there's 3D software that will allow you to create characters, and I realized I could illustrate it myself. So while I was writing the story, I was experimenting a lot with 3D software, trying to get the kind of look that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Still thinking that I would hire an artist, but by the time I finished learning the software, I was like, I, I could do this myself. Yeah. I already had a background in photography, so I knew all about composition and, and that type of thing. And I've been reading comics since I was a kid, so I already knew about page layouts and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I'm a web designer as well. So all those things kind of came together and allowed me to, to illustrate my own book. So that, that's kind of how, how it happened. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And the thing that, that's so beautiful is I can see the progression of the art style. When the first book came out, it was fine. It was nice. I could see, you know, uh, you know, the details and the textures, and I could see the character's likeness, you know, flow throughout the book. And then, then the second version of number two, uh, number one came out, and then you tweaked it sometimes. I see you, uh, you made some changes to uh, uh, Lumumba, and, yeah. uh, and and so forth, and even the little AI girl floating around in there. And then I, I saw the progression. I was like, this is really epic. It's epic from like a reader point of view. Like, I want to put this book in my kids' hands because they're going to read. You know what I mean? This this is going to get, you know, we should have red hats to say, get black kids to read again. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and yeah, this will exactly. do it. And then on the creative side, you know, there is no excuse. If you can't hire an illustrator or you just like uh, Kelvin, you're not sure about the style, you can watch a couple of YouTube videos. You can go to Black Sun's uh, YouTube channel, watch some of Kelvin's videos, and you can learn how to do this yourself. Yep. So so tell me about the, the, the more the business part. How did you figure out the printing? Because I noticed that you changed the book format. You know, the, the size is different. What brought that about? Yeah, so... Um I, I print locally, mm-hmm. I've, so th- and this took a lot of trial and error. So I, I've tried almost every printing service. I've tried CreateSpace. I've tried uh, Lulu. I've tried um, another one that I'm not for- that that I'm forgetting. But I I found that I was able to get the best quality going to a local printer because then I can walk into the shop and say, you know, here's what I want. So I come in. I came into the printer and had a bunch of books that I liked. Mm-hmm. that I wanted my book to look like. And I said, you know, I want this kind of paper and I want the cover to be like this and, you know, glossy. Because I, I didn't know the technical terms right. for all the types of paper. So it, it just worked out. I, I found a printer who was who was local to me and I just went in there and said, this is what I need. Uh, can you give me a quote? Wow. And then I changed okay. I changed the, the format because um, I guess looking back at it, the, the, the story is really expansive. Mm-hmm. And if I was to do it over again, I'd probably do shorter stories. Okay. So the, the changing of the format is because it's easier for me to put together 36 pages than it is the whole, you know, right. 300 page epic type mm-hmm. thing. So that's mm-hmm. why I broke it into to chapters and then people can kind of follow along. And because uh, I'm doing it part time, mm-hmm. um, you know, I can't dedicate full days to working on it. So right. at least I can come up with a book every once, once every four months or so to three, three or four months and keep people interested enough. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really big part of this, this indie game is to come out with books more than once a year. <laughs> What's every two years? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard. And like we, we had, my wife and I, we also had a, another little one. Oh, congratulations. Uh, Cause when you first started, it was just a boy, right? 
It was just a boy. I wow. had I had a young son when I first started. Beautiful. And then um, another one just about a year ago. Oh wow! And Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's great, but there's no time. Yeah, no time at all. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no time. No time. So I, I do this as fast as I can, and I get a, I got to give a shout out to all of our supporters because you've been patient and you've stuck with Black Sun, and I ask that you please continue. We're still working on it, and uh, yeah, you're, you're going to see some great things in the near future. Now is uh, is Calvin Junior faster at editing now that he's a couple of years older? I mean, how's that working out? <laughs> um, he's all into the books. He 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 loves them. He's uh, he's six years old, six and a half years old now. Okay, right. uh, and yeah, he he read book number two is his favorite. He likes to read that one. Wow, and he has you know I did a Black Sun T-shirt, so he wears that to school and beautiful that kind of thing. So yeah, he's he he's into it. Now, speaking of supporters, when I look at your Instagram, I mean, I see a lot of happy faces, man. Um, you're up there in Canada, as I recall. and yeah, Toronto. Uh, t- Toronto. Tell me about the experience when you're at these cons and at these festivals. Uh, what kind of reception is uh, Black Sun uh, receiving? Oh, it's it's fantastic. I, I feel very blessed. And I actually have... Um, Quentin Versetti. He's he's a brother up here who um, helped run a conference called the Black Speculative Arts Movement. Okay, and he actually reached out to me not long after you, okay, and said we're we're doing this event uh, about black science fiction. Uh, I've seen some of your stuff online. Could you come out? And I was like, okay, perfect. And I printed up about fifty books, mm-hmm. not knowing what the response would be. And at that convention, they like we sold out of the books like almost instantly it was it was great so i was was really happy for that that you know again it validated that people wanted to see content like this Mm -hmm. so that that was great and from there it just it kind of took off so i do a lot of cultural a lot of black cultural events Mm -hmm. up here in toronto and then other you know like mainstream comic events there's like something called the toronto comic arts festival i did that Mm mm-hmm and that's that's like a really multicultural audience. So I was kind of seeing what it would be like there, and you know, great response. Mm-hmm. Uh, people love it. They they bring their kids. Uh, like I see, I see their eyes open up wide when they see the characters yeah. and flip through the books, and and it really it really inspires kids to want to read because they're seeing characters that reflect them, yeah. that look cool. You you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's important that it has a good look, and yeah. then that. That fosters the reading, so the the response has been fantastic. It's it's been excellent. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know I have a dream, and that dream is when I'm on the train, just like back in the '80s and the '90s when I used to see every other teenager have uh, um, the autobiography of Malcolm X on the train yeah. reading. I used to see that. I want to see them with Black Sun or Tuskegee Airs or you know, power nights or, or you know, who, whatever. I, I want to see them reading, you know, yeah. because with the apps and the games and the videos, I mean, there's no incentive to read other than 140 characters or whatever it is. There's no, you know, even the English language or whatever language is, is go- grammar is going out the window. Mm-hmm. I knew the shit was going left when people were saying LOL. <laughs> it's it <a>, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, why don't you just say that was funny? Uh, no, LOL. It's like, oh my God, there goes the language. You know what I mean? So 
<laughs> so, and then when you go into comic books, there's no children in there. It's just yeah. old nerds like myself. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> no, it's just, so true. You know what I mean? So, so this is the perfect uh, vector to to get the children uh, to read. Now, going back to more or less the business point of view, when I yeah. talk to people, it you know the conversation usually starts. Well, I'm gonna have this Kickstarter tomorrow, and da 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 da. I'm gonna get the book out. I don't remember hearing that much from you. How did you? If you don't mind me asking, did you avoid the Kickstarter part of the game? You just you just banging out these books. Yeah, um, I don't like Kickstarter, and that that's not to like I don't I don't want that to come across as like it's it's negative. If someone uses Kickstarter sure. to fund their project, that's you know go do your thing. That mm-hmm. that's great. But I never wanted to go that route. I, I invested my own money. I, I saved up my own money. Wow. <clears throat> I said I, I didn't want I didn't want to ask people for money because no one no one knew who I was. Right. Like, you know, and why why would anyone give me money? Mm-hmm. Right. I haven't proven I haven't proven anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I go on to do like a like a TV show, like a like do a pilot or something. Mm-hmm. I might do a Kickstarter at that point because okay. people have seen that I've proven myself again and again and again. Sure. So at the beginning, I just, you know, I said, I want to do this. I, you have to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. So it means you might not be able to go out to the club or do whatever it is that you want to do. And I just, I spent my own money. Mm-hmm. And then luckily, luckily, it's always been profitable. So I've always been able to reinvest mm-hmm. and do another book and then reinvest again and then do another book and reinvest again and do another book and, you know, make a bit more profit. Beautiful. Each each time as 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 it grows. So yeah, it's just started with my own money and just reinvesting it back into the business again. Mm-hmm. Now going a little bit deeper, you mentioned your lovely wife, and I know that and um, there's a dedication in the beginning of the books where you mentioned there. Can you tell us a little bit about how important it is to have spousal support in this kind of enterprise? Oh, it's completely important. Uh, if, if anyone out there is wanting to do their own book or not even a book, just whatever kind of passion project, it's important that you have people that support you and you have, you have anyone who's negative, you have to cut them out and, and who you marry is, is, is important. And she was, she was supportive from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, like, and yeah, I can't thank her enough like she she helps to edit you know when i'm frustrated i I run ideas by her Mm -hmm. she helps me out um so yeah she's always she's always been in my corner and you know she she, when i'm not hustling the book she she's doing it as well beautiful so yeah that's why i put the dedication in there like even even at the beginning and support doesn't mean that like support can mean you know um it's my turn to babysit isaiah that's Mm -hmm. my son um but she'll she'll do that so that I can have two or three hours here to to concentrate and write. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she she's always been very supportive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we got to get into this part. Tell me about that 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 mythical idea of a work life balance. I mean, are you giving the kids Benadryl so you can get some work done? I mean, uh, what's what's going on, man? How are you making this happen with working? You know, having a wife, having children, got a gig. I mean, how's all this? How are you doing this? It's it's hard. It's it's hard. It usually involves not a lot of sleep. Okay. Um, so basically, it's it's go 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 until the kids go to sleep. If if they sleep, we're sleep training the younger one now. So 
some days he knocks out other days he doesn't okay and when he's up then you know i'm up with him so it's really about grabbing any given moment mm-hmm. so I'm, I, I'm on the train commuting I'll, I'll use that time to write okay um, you, you know they they go to sleep i'll get at the computer and start you know putting together the the graphics or whatever mm-hmm. uh, so I, I always carry a little notebook with me and i started carrying this um what you may call it a uh a samsung ta- <clears throat> excuse me a samsung galaxy tab like a little tablet sure uh-huh so that i can do my scripts in there and then it's all digitized so i don't have to rewrite what i've written in a notebook sometimes so you're just so typing just, on the screen sitting on the train yeah i i, I do i do that or okay. i'm waiting in line for something i just you know pull out my phone and start typing there there's a software celtics and i don't work for this company or anything sure. but i i like the software because i can access my scripts from you know any device that i'm on okay what's it called so, again uh celtics a c-e-l-t-x okay Excellent. Celtic script. Okay. Um, and it's really easy to type scripts in there. I, I, I love this program. Gotcha. And if they're listening and they want to sponsor me, uh, please do. <laughs> yeah, I, I tagged them when I post this uh, this video. Um, so uh, we're almost wrapping up here. Um, yeah. When we first talked, and I remember the conversation pretty vividly, you mentioned like you had like a, a four-year plan or, or some kind of thing, uh, you know, some kind of plan, you know, I guess written down or whatever in your head. Um, you know, you know, there's old saying, you know, we plan and then life happens. So are things going according to plan for you in terms of this comic book enterprise? Yes, but okay. life has happened. Sure. <laughs> so sure. what that means is it's going a bit slower than I might have wanted to, mm-hmm. but it's still going according to plan. There's the like, for instance, the the writing part I need help with. So I brought on another writer. His name is uh, Tugstar. He's um. Excellent. Okay. He's uh, from Ghana through the UK, but he now lives in Canada. Okay. And he's an excellent writer. And so I bounce a lot of ideas off him too. So the, the last few books have been co-authored between me and him. Okay. Um, so now are we talking about like four and five? Or are we talking about three, two and three? What are we talking about? So number book four and five okay. were co-authored by myself and Tugstar. Gotcha. Um, the, the other remaining books will be co-authored by myself and Tugstar as well. Excellent. And when the reason why I mentioned that is because yes, there's a plan, but sometimes you may have to shift and modify. Mm -hmm. My plan wasn't to bring on another writer, but I got to a point where like, I I can't do this all by myself. So I bring on the help where, where I need it. And luckily I'm able to pay him a bit of money too. So excellent. You you know, it all, it's, 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 the plan is still going good a bit slow, but it's still going. We're still on track. Excellent, excellent. Now, um, you mentioned off mic that you were um, there's a there's a couple of uh, Toronto, I guess, events that you uh, participate in, and you were going to be doing a bit of teaching. Could you talk about that? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a, a big comic book event here. Well, there's two. There's uh, one called Toronto Comic Con, uh, which is happening in March that I'm going to be at. So I'm just preparing stuff for for that now. Okay. There's also another one called Fan Expo, which um, I'll have details on that in the near future. And then I'm going to be teaching. So uh, wow. I met up okay. with a, a brother who teaches uh, jujitsu. Uh, Elemental Jiu-Jitsu is the name of it. It's here in a suburb of Toronto called Ajax. Mm-hmm. But he has, a, he has a spot. And, you know, we were both at a convention together. And he said, hey, you should come and teach. And 
you know, the other day I was at the spot looking at it. Like, so we're just hammering out the details of that. So wow. I'm looking to teach uh, adults and kids the process of making comics and putting your ideas out because it's, it's important that we tell our own stories. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the complaints that black folks have about, you know, the stereotypes that we see in mainstream mm-hmm. media yep. um, become ineffective when we start telling and supporting our own stories. Yep. So I, I just, I just want to foster that in the next generation. So when I'm gone, there's, there's other people that, that are doing it. All right, family. I know y'all dug that interview. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed, uh, you know, participating in it. Uh, you can follow Calvin on social media, on Facebook and Instagram and uh, all the other groovy spots. It's uh, just Black Sun Comics, Black Sun Comics. So on YouTube, he has a YouTube channel where he does some groovy like tutorials and so forth. Uh, on uh, Instagram, you'll see, you know, his artwork and you'll see the families taking pictures with the comics they just bought from him. Uh, you know, he's on Twitter and he's on he has a page on uh on uh, Facebook. So uh, Black Sun Comics. All right. Now, if you want to support your friendly neighborhood broadcaster, you can definitely go over to Amazon. Just look up Malcolm Mars. Malcolm like the prophet. Mars like the planet. Malcolm Mars and Jonathan Solon. You'll see the the novel that I wrote. It's a sci-fi novel like a space opera where three families uh, take their, their three families go to Mars and build a whole new civilization and uh, well, a village more or less, and uh, the drama that they deal with, because, you know, they don't want you to leave. <laughs> they don't want you to leave, man. So uh, so definitely check out my my ebook. And I've actually, uh, I'm working on an audio, because if you're like me, you read slow, and I'm working on an audio book now. But if you guys could uh, to do that, and of course, spread the word about the show, I would be, uh, I would be, I would be appreciative. I love you guys. If all your dreams come true, don't get that fucking corona. All right, then. Peace.